Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Amanda Balby, with Consultant 360 Specialty Network. Influenza infection is known to be associated with increased morbidity and mortality among patients with cardiovascular disease. To better understand how the influenza vaccine affects those with established cardiovascular disease, researchers conducted a systematic review and meta-analysis that included 16 studies and over 230,000 participants. My guest today is the lead author of the study, which is also being presented at the American Heart Association Scientific Sessions 2020. Dr. Erin Mikos is the Director of Women's Cardiovascular Health at Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine. Thank you for joining me today, Dr. Mikos. Thank you for letting us share a study, which I'll mention is being presented by the first author, Dr. Siva Yedlapate at the American Heart Association meeting in November. To start, can you give us an overview of your study and how it came about? So influenza is a big problem in the United States. In the year 2018, 2019, an estimated 35 million people were infected with influenza with about 500 patients hospitalized and 34,000 deaths. And the World Health Organization estimates that influenza kills as many as 650,000 people every year. So influenza is actually within the top 10 leading causes of death of people of all ages. So we already know that the American Heart Association and the Center for Disease Control has recommended influenza vaccine really in all patients above the age of six months, but particularly in patients with cardiovascular disease. Yet the uptake of this recommendation is pretty low. We know that only about 45% of adults uh, were vaccinated with influenza. Um, vaccine. And you know, why does the American Heart Association have this strong class one recommendation? Well, we know that there is actually a strong link between influenza and heart disease risk. So first of all, the presence of having cardiovascular disease like coronary disease or heart failure, that's just a risk marker for a worse prognosis in the setting of any viral infection. It's associated with more morbidity and mortality. We see the same thing with COVID as well. But of note, it may be that viral infections seem to be independent risk factors for cardiovascular events like heart attacks. And in a prior um, study in the New England Journal of Medicine, um, the authors found that there was a six-fold increased risk of a heart attack within seven days of a confirmed influenza infection. And there's a lot of mechanisms for this. You know, it may be that the stress of having a viral infection like influenza increases the metabolic demand. And so people with underlying cardiovascular disease, you know, can't keep up with the increased metabolic stressors. But it also may be that the virus directly precipitates an acute cardiovascular event by stimulating a potent inflammatory response, which can trigger acute plaque rupture, causing heart attacks and strokes. Um, it also can cause global myocardial depression. And the influenza virus can also directly infect tissues of the heart, lung, and blood vessels and can cause a myocarditis picture. So knowing this risk, it's really you know, important um, for the influenza vaccine. And so we set out in our unique meta-analysis to really generate uh, consensus and understanding regarding the cardiovascular benefits. Um, we try to combine real-world data from observational studies as well as data from randomized clinical trials to understand the, the magnitude of a benefit of efficacy of influenza vaccine, specifically in patients with underlying cardiovascular disease. Great. 
Now let's talk about the results of your study. What did you find and how might those findings impact clinical practice? Sure. So upon our review of the literature, we found 16 studies that included four randomized clinical trials and 12 observational studies that um, together uh, contain over 200,000 patients um, who were followed for about 20 months. Uh, And and these studies compared uh, influenza vaccine to a control or to usual care. And so the use of influenza vaccine was associated with a 28% lower risk of all-cause mortality in our meta-analysis, an 18% lower risk of cardiovascular mortality, and a 13% lower risk of having a major adverse cardiovascular event. So this is really uh, significant. I mean, these findings, uh, we help to promote healthcare professionals and policymakers to more strongly advocate for the influenza vaccine for secondary prevention of cardiovascular outcomes. Um, you know, this is pretty substantial reduction, a 28% lower risk of death. And so given these marked reductions in mortality and given what we know about the safety and feasibility and low cost of the influenza vaccine, we really feel like this should be more strongly considered alongside other cardiovascular prevention therapies um, we know that cardiologists are, are less likely to stock influenza vaccine, you know, in their clinical practices. They often, you know, recommend patients to, to get it elsewhere or through their primary care doctors. But, you know, again, I think um, cardiologists, as well as everybody, should be paying more attention to whether their patients are being vaccinated uh, just because of the, you know, marked uh, benefits associated with it for both cardiovascular risk reduction, as well as a meaningful mortality reduction. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And in your opinion, do you think COVID-19 will affect cardiovascular disease the same way as influenza did in your study? Yes. So we have already seen already in the COVID pandemic that individuals with underlying cardiovascular disease, hypertension, diabetes, obesity are at greater risk for uh, poor outcomes and, and mortality in the setting of COVID infection. Um, and, you know, currently um, we, we think that any kind of viral infection, including COVID, can have some of these uh, same um, increased risks for direct myocardial injury. Again, um, increased risk of triggering a plaque rupture event, um, causing you know, you know, uh, direct uh, myocardial infection, um, and overall uh, you know, increasing metabolic demand so that individuals who have underlying cardiovascular disease are a greater risk for a type two myocardial infarction. Um, so, you know, at this current time, you know, we don't have a definitive, you know, COVID vaccine available. So uh, we recommend everybody in particular to get vaccination against influenza this year because it will reduce the risk of influenzas um, and may offer some incremental cardiorespiratory protection until a definitive COVID vaccine is available. I mean, it's bad enough dealing with, you know, the COVID pandemic. And if we add the usual seasonal influenza infection, you know, at a time when our ICUs are already overfulled and, and our hospital and healthcare system are under stress, um, you know, we're, it's going to be very difficult to manage uh, the, the regular influenza infections that we see every year on top of the current pandemic. So we really, this year, more than ever, need to be more effective uh, in implementing influenza vaccination uh, and, and trying to uh, mitigate, um, you know, the risk of, of influenza infection on top of what we're dealing with with the COVID pandemic. Although I am a little optimistic that some of the 
measures that we're using, such as mask wearing and hand washing and a lot of these public health strategies that we're uh, recommending for COVID protection um, should also help uh, reduce the risk of uh, flu exposure as well. Uh, you know, while we studied um, cardiovascular disease patients in our meta-analysis for this study, because they're the ones that are at greater risk and the most vulnerable uh, for a worse outcome in the setting of influenza. But again, um, the CDC recommends, you know, everybody, even for people as young as six months of age, uh, to get the influenza vaccine. So I hope that we all can do our part um, to keep ourselves and our, our, our public health, our community safe. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what is the next step in your research? Yeah, so it's not that what we are doing ourselves, but I just want to point out, because I think it's really important, is that there are three large ongoing influenza clinical trials um, going on that are powered for cardiovascular outcomes. You know, the reason why we did this meta-analysis is that prior studies are, are small and, um, you know, there was some heterogeneity of the data. And so, you know, we did a meta-analysis trying to pull all this data together, but there are three major trials now that are enrolling, uh, you know, uh, thousands of, of individuals that are actually being powered for cardiovascular outcomes to really determine the potential of cardiovascular uh, a protective effect of influenza vaccine. And so these involve populations of, of patients who either have heart failure or have had an acute myocardial infarction or a history of prior cardiovascular disease. So I await th- those trials as well. Great. Thank you again for speaking with me today, Dr. Mikos. Oh, thank you so much for your interest in our study. And again, I recommend everybody to get their influenza shot every year, but particularly in this year, in particular with the current COVID pandemic going on in the background.